welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Parr, and I'm so excited to have you here with me. We're going to explore some of my favorite topics, making money, entrepreneurship, business coaching, relationships, mindset, and of course, horses. So come along for the ride. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast, guys. I hope you're having a beautiful day. It is gorgeous where I am right now, and I am loving the sun, even though I did today get a ticket (laughs) for not having updated stickers on my car. So I'm not letting that rain on my parade, but just for those of you out there who I know do not also have updated stickers on your car because they're not sending them out in the mail and these are for my Ontario people anymore and I forget and I didn't even know that was a thing, just get your stickers done so that you don't get a ticket. <laughs> but today I have an episode all about some of my best productivity hacks for female entrepreneurs with ADHD now. Let me tell you, if you're listening to this and you don't have ADHD, it will be helpful because for years, since I was only diagnosed, I think last year, I have been listening to these types of episodes and podcasts and reading the books, and it has helped me immensely with being more productive as an entrepreneur. It is freaking hard. And as a human, because I'm all over the place, I have like a hundred tabs open all at once. And sometimes it's very hard to organize my thoughts, especially I overwhelm myself with them. So I got into some of the things that I like to do to implement some of the ways that we can use these types of patterns to our advantage, some of the way that they're, ways that they're a disadvantage and all of the things. Um, I have a lot more on this topic, so I will be doing a part two, part three, part four. <laughs> There's a lot of them uh, because I love learning how to be more productive. So I hope that this is helpful for you. And before we get into it, I just want to remind you that The Evolution Women's Retreat is down to three tickets left. We are hosting this retreat outside of West Palm Beach from June 1st to 4th, and we have six amazing guest experts contributing to the event. I also have more in-person facilitators Ah, and myself. Obviously, I will be there um, doing trainings and teachings as well, so there's a lot of value packed into this entire three-day four-day experience. And um, I would love for you to come if you want to get a ticket. There's still, at this time of recording, a promotion going on until May 8th at midnight. If you are someone who has felt that we would be a great fit, you are looking for a mentor, you're an entrepreneur, and you want to scale your business to a completely new level this year, I am taking applications for my VIP program, which is Elevated Entrepreneur. You can find the application on the website. If you do sign up for this application, we vibe, we're a fit, we're ready to do some serious work on your business the next six to 12 months, you get a ticket to Evolution. And this expires again. It's limited spaces because we have sold a couple more spaces. But if you're interested in this, please reach out to me. DM me for details, any questions that you might have, and we can hop on a call and decide if this is the right fit for you. I would love for you to have this opportunity and I will let you guys get into this episode. If you are a horse owner like me, you are probably equally obsessed with your horse's diet and nutrition as your own. 
I would say <laughs> probably more so for some of us, at least. I have been using Mad Barn supplements for my personal horses as well as my client horses for several years now, and I absolutely love their products. They're concentrated, they're affordable. And they're sourced with the horse in mind. Mad Barn as a company does so many different things within the equestrian community, like funding research, developing technology and feeding solutions, and they're constantly providing education and support to horse owners and the broader equine community. If you want to check out their shop, you can visit madbarn.ca or madbarn.com for the US and use the code SPRINGANEC for 5% off your order. Hello, guys, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, I have an episode all about my best productivity hacks for female entrepreneurs and also women who have ADHD. And I am someone who was recently diagnosed, I think last year at some point. But I've always listened to these types of podcasts because all of the tools and tricks and tips that anyone has ever given for someone with, you know, attention deficit or anything like that has always been really applicable and helpful to me, even before I thought I had ADHD. And I know that I work with so many clients that have a very difficult time setting the boundaries and having the discipline to be their own bosses, to get things done, to feel like they actually checked things off their checklist. You know, there's a lot of procrastinating and self-sabotage and avoidance behaviors that come up. It is not singularly something that women with ADHD struggle with, but I thought it would be also interesting to explore some of the research that I've done and just some of the things that I've learned that have helped me, and maybe they can help you with your focus, your organization, your time management, and prioritization, because those are the things, those are the functions that definitely I struggle with and many women with ADHD struggle with. And it's funny, you know, through looking through the research and reading books and stuff like that, it's amazing how many studies have shown that individuals with ADHD often have qualities such as creativity, risk taking and persistence, which are valuable traits in the business world. And in fact, a study conducted by, I think it was the global entrepreneurship model found that individuals with ADHD were more likely to start their own businesses than those without. And I just thought this was so interesting because I've actually met so many successful women at this point that have their own businesses, they're entrepreneurs, they're doing their thing. And they just happen to also have ADHD. So I don't know about you, DM me or send me a message or share this episode if you are someone who struggles with having this. Um, But You know, we've also been found to have higher levels of innovation and job satisfaction compared to people who don't have ADHD, which is interesting to look at. So when you understand how it functions specifically for you, and even if you're someone who doesn't struggle with that, your unique strengths and challenges in productivity, you know, when you know how to move around those and optimize them, you're going to be able to thrive in your business and hopefully your life as well. So one of the things that I always struggle with is prioritizing my tasks and feeling overwhelmed. My to-do lists are crazy. (laughs) And I would show you guys on social or something like that. At this point, I'm embarrassed at the to-do list and the way that I organize my thoughts because it never stops. You know, I have thoughts that come on 
as I'm going to bed, when I wake up in the morning, sometimes in the middle of the night, and they're all written down either digitally or on paper. And I've really tried to move digital because if those thoughts are helpful for my business, then I don't lose them somewhere. Um, But what writing my thoughts down does and having, you know, the capacity to do that, even though I don't think that it's very great to do it in the middle of the night, even though that's a thing that I have a bad habit of doing, is it takes it out of my brain. And the reason I feel so overwhelmed is when I have a huge checklist of things that I'm trying to remember and prioritize in my head. So absolute number one tip is going to be to write things down to get them out on either paper or digital form and just make sure that you're not overwhelming yourself with the ideas floating around in your head versus what actually has to be prioritized and get done. Because what happens when you do that is that you might procrastinate or you'll become distracted by non-essential tasks. And this is huge for me. I will go an entire day being busy, cleaning, doing chores, running around, doing errands, picking up clothes, organizing other things. And I will fill a day when I had to just do one thing that I'm avoiding. (laughs) So it's really about taking a task that you know you're procrastinating on for your business specifically or just life in general. For me, I have some huge projects that I'm working on right now, to be honest. And a lot of it is course production and creating outlines and, and teaching and recording and all of this stuff. And it gets so overwhelming in my mind that I procrastinate doing it. And I have the habit of doing things very last minute because of it. And like I've said before, sometimes that's my best work, but I really want to get out of that habit. So what I have been doing is breaking down those big tasks into smaller chunks. And it seems really simple. But it's also very paramount if you want to stay on task as an entrepreneur or as someone with ADHD. If I have a huge online course I have to make, let's say, or some sort of project I've been contracted to do, I'm like, oh my God, I have a huge list. I don't know where to start. The truth is building out an outline and subtopics and creating a presentation outline versus trying to think of all the little things that you want to cover And like making scripts and little notes about those smaller tasks and just trying to complete them one at a time really help with my workflow. In fact, when I start, a typical characteristic of someone with ADHD is that once you get into the workflow of things, you can literally get so buried in it that you can complete way more work in such a shorter amount of time. And sometimes... That becomes a bad thing because we forget to do things like drink water, eat, stop, go to the washroom, (laughs) breathe. So just finding a balance there. The other thing is, you know, making sure that I have a distraction-free work environment. And this is something that's been really hard for me because at home, I have a home office and it's all fine and dandy, but we obviously, we have dogs that kind of flip out if someone drives down the road in a loud car and we're working on the basement. So there's usually construction going on and I'm watching the horses and kind of like overly helicoptering over if anybody's, you know, like trotting in the field or laying down a little bit too long. Um, So things that I do for that is 
I'll use like noise canceling headphones or I will listen to pink noise on something in my office here so that I, I can't hear distraction, which is a huge one for me. And then I have to clear my space, my physical space, so that I cannot see distractions. And I would say number one, and maybe you'll agree with me if you are an entrepreneur or you work from home or whatever, is your phone. Like it is ridiculous the amount of times I pick up my phone because I phantom feel like it's vibrated or that there's something I need to check or, and then I randomly five minutes, 10 minutes down the line, I'm like, what, how am I scrolling right now on Instagram? <laughs> what just happened? Um, so that's something that you want to be really mindful of in your space. And I have to just always outsmart myself and set my workspace up for success. Because if I don't, I will spend an entire several hours doing God knows what, getting little bits of 10% here and 10% there, but not actually feeling or getting productive with my work. And the other thing too that you can do is have an accountability buddy. And like, we've heard it. I know it's annoying. I don't have, I don't want an accountability buddy, but the problem is we are so much more inclined to show up when someone else is expecting us to than when it is just us, which is exactly why I have a coach. I have had a mentor for a long time. That's exactly why I have co-working uh, set up with different entrepreneurs. I have systems in place to make sure that I am showing up for the work that I need to do. Because if it was just me in my own little head trying to hold myself accountable, it would just not happen. It doesn't happen. If I have a something where someone else is going to be slightly inconvenienced and or let down if I don't show up, that's a different story. And I think that this is a ADHD trait, but it also is a trait for, for business owners in general. It is extremely hard to be your own boss because you have to have that kind of discipline to stay on task and also to really be firm with yourself about boundaries. And that is something that I struggle with. So I put in place other people. I'm more inclined to show up for them and it keeps me on track in my business. Uh, the other thing that I know if you are a fellow ADHD or you will relate to is the hyper-focused issue, which I mentioned before, where you can just get so consumed and lose track of time and neglect other important tasks. That's the, that's the bad negative part of it. And it's tricky because I've actually gotten so consumed with tasks or things that I'm doing where I've forgotten other appointments or calls or whatever. And so to overcome this, I have set timers on my phone. I have a calendar with reminders in place whenever someone fills out anything or sends me an email or does anything, anything of importance in my business has an automation to notify me <laughs> so that I am not missing it. And to this day, I still make mistakes. I still will totally blank at times and forget. And that's just how my brain works because I can get so stuck in doing something that I'm consumed with. And usually you know, it is work-related. A lot of the times it's very hard for me to get like consumed watching Netflix. I'm so intensely 
paying attention to that, that I forget about the, the five hours went by. That's not really my pattern. But if you are someone who finds yourself like going, whoa, oh my God, crap, what time is it? Oh my gosh. Um, having timers in place for switching tasks, having reminders, making sure that you're literally taking mental breaks, standing up breaks, walking breaks, or relaxing breaks if you're riding horses all day, whatever it is, that's going to be really helpful. Um, And you can go for a short walk, you can practice breathing or just engaging in a different activity for five minutes and then coming back to it to just realign yourself with where you are in the universe time-wise, right? And so there's a lot of things that make having ADHD and struggling with productivity in general, an actual advantage as an entrepreneur. And I've found this so many times, especially in dealing with and having conversations with my clients. Um, And, you know, one of these things is the ability to think outside of the box and have a really unique perspective on the world, like coming up with creative solutions to problems that other people might not have considered. And so I want you to really think about if you are a person who struggles with this or not, approaching your biggest challenges right now. Like if you had to write down three main problems that you have in your life that are burdening you, that are causing you anxiety, that are stressing you out, whatever it is. First of all, if you're listening to this, take a minute to write those things down because a lot of the times we can feel so overwhelmed, anxious, stressed, and have no freaking clue why. So what are the top three things that are like burdening you right now? Identify them. And then I I want you to actually do a brain dump of random ideas for solutions for that problem. And I do this often because when we're in our mind, we can feel those feelings and fester on those emotions because we are not coming up with creative solutions for those problems. But if you were to look at it from an objective perspective or a subjective perspective or a different perspective, how can you come up with ideas that are different and put them on paper? And it might like having that little bit of a moment of creative flow might help you actually understand either this problem isn't as big as I feel it is, or there's actually an easy solution I didn't think of. And these kinds of things are really helpful when we're trying to be productive, because if you are trying to have a day where you are getting, let's say, five hours of extremely productive work done on a specific task, if you have feelings of anxiousness, stress, overwhelm that are just hanging above your head, you are not going to be able to tap into what you need to, to be productive that day. So this is like a really nice thing to do at the beginning of your day. And if you feel stuck on a task. And so I think that um, when we are looking at productivity as not only an entrepreneur, not only a female, but also someone who has ADHD, it's, also a very positive thing. I have seen so many examples of women who are successful entrepreneurs, who are successful athletes, business owners, CEOs, 
public figures, whatever, and they have the same challenges. And that helps me and has helped me after kind of going through this feel like I also have evidence that these types of people usually are uniquely successful. You know, there's, um, I think, what's her name? Barbara Corcoran. She's that, you know, the real estate mogul and investor that we see on the Shark Tank and whatever. There's a bunch of shows that she's on, but I think she owns like her own group or LLC or corporation, the Corcoran group, I think. And it's a huge real estate empire that she's built. And I remember also watching the Olympics and Simone Biles was talking about ADHD and how she struggles with that and and how she's also like leveraged it for her success. And there is, you know, um, I was just watching a documentary with, I think it's Lisa Lang and she's a journalist and a TV host. And she's, if you saw her face, you would recognize her from anywhere. She's so successful. And she also says that she had, you know, was early on diagnosed with ADHD and struggled with it. And there's all these authors that have had it and all these, you know, there's so many examples and I can think of so many more as far as female leaders and female founders. Um, so I'm not going to just sit here and riff off everyone on my mind, but if you are someone who does feel challenged with this and you always feel like you're like running up against a wall with your productivity, there's a lot of interesting ways that you can leverage the way that your brain works so that you can be more productive. And one of those things that I have learned over time, and I, I'm not a master of, but I have definitely implemented is habit stacking. And you guys, I'm sure have heard me talk about the book Atomic Habits. If you haven't, I'm sure you've heard someone else talk about it if you haven't read it, um, because it is really about the process of establishing habit as a cue or a trigger for a new one. And so when you want to create change in your life, you want to create change in your business, you want to interrupt bad patterns that you have, that's kind of the point of habit stacking. And so it's been interesting for me to go through this type of thing and figure out what works for me. There's two things. One, habit stacking is super helpful. I mean, I'll give you an example. If you already have habit of brushing your teeth before bed, then you can use that habit as a cue to start a new habit of meditating for five minutes. Every single time that you brush your teeth before bed, you're going to meditate for five minutes. You're going to do that for a week and then 14 days and then, you know, however many days. And it's just going to become second nature. Right now, the way that we function in our daily routines is second nature. And the problem and the challenge for someone who has ADHD is sometimes those habits can get really out of hand but they can be a lot harder to interrupt because of the way that our brain functions and because of the lack of awareness that we have around the certain habit cues that we have. So this is something that has really helped me in my business. You know, by linking a new habit to an existing one, you eventually make it easier to stick to it. And it's more likely to become part of your routine. One of the biggest mistakes that you can make with this is trying to implement a hundred new habits and all at the same time. <laughs> so one of the things that I suggest you do, and I also suggest to my clients, is to sit down and like think about how your days go. Write down the things that you like about your routines, and then write a list of the things that you would actually really like to change or that are being detrimental to your business, your life, or your health, or whatever, your mindset. 
because we can think of a lot of those. I have, I will definitely admit it, a, a habit or an inherent subconscious pattern that once I've woken up and done chores, had breakfast, let the dogs out and fed them breakfast, and I'm getting ready to sit down and work, I have to get out of the house and drive and get a coffee because I've done it for so long that I literally like itch to do it, crave to do it. And it has taken me so long to try to get rid of that. I don't want to spend excess money. I don't want to, it's a big chunk of my time that I'm wasting. You know, I live in the country. It's not that far of a drive, but it's far enough. And so this is something that I really work hard on interrupting. It was so difficult for me for such a long time. Um, but what I did was I I stuck with my specific routine and then I inserted a new habit kind of right where I would normally be craving <laughs> to go do um, that and get a coffee and, you know, that I didn't need at the time and waste time. So, you know, what is it that is really just something you don't need in your routine that is not helping you? It could be related to anything. And sometimes we're doing it subconsciously. So doing an audit of our habits is really helpful. You know, you can link new habits. Like I'm sure you've heard of the example of using certain habits to prompt other ones. So you can just create like a powerful chain of habits that work together. But in order to do that in the first place, you really have to audit what's going on in your routine right now. So if you are looking at your days and you're on this podcast because you wanted to learn how to be more productive, you have to look at what you've been doing that's making you feel so unproductive. You cannot just be like, I'm just going to start fresh tomorrow because <laughs> you will say that to yourself every single day. I'm just going to start fresh tomorrow and it's not going to work. So how do you audit what's working, what's not working, and then actually systematically start reprogramming your brain to not do those bad habits and to insert even better habits that are going to help with your productivity. And the other thing that is my signature framework, it's technically, I would call it habit association versus stacking or integration association. And this is something that's going to be coming out in my goal getters guidebook that I'm doing for free for all of my audience. So if you are not on my email list, those are the people who are going to get access to it first. And it's going to be a recorded training on developing, organizing, and reverse engineering your goals for your life and business. Um, but this is something that has worked for me as someone who does have ADHD and could never absorb information that either I wasn't interested in or I when I was just too overwhelmed in my mind or I couldn't focus on long enough. Like I really struggled with retention. And as someone who is obsessed with listening to podcasts and personal development and mindset stuff and money stuff and real estate stuff, it gets really frustrating when I'm like investing so much time consuming content, reading books, listening to podcasts, whatever it is, and I cannot recall that information. So what I started noticing naturally was that if I was doing one task and absorbing that information, so for me, it's usually audio. 
Um, and this really only works, I guess, with audio or other forms of things where you can multitask. Um, but for instance, I'll give you an example. Um, I was recently listening to uh, I Will Teach You To Be Rich, I think, is the audiobook, And that is very much based in the U.S. financial structure. So if you are someone who's like, oh, I want to read that, it's great. And it's really, really interesting. Um, I'm interested in that, too, because I obviously own property in the U.S., but just FYI, if you were a Canadian that was going to go out and buy it, just take a look. But I was listening to it and I was doing stalls and for days, that's all I would listen to while I was doing stalls. And then I finished the book and I went to do stalls the other day and all of the concepts kept coming back to me while I was doing stalls. This isn't new. This is something that has happened to me so many times that I, I've leveraged it to retain information. So I'll be doing makeup and I will put on a YouTube or a podcast or sometimes I can even have like digital reading situations while I'm doing my makeup and I can ground in that information when I'm doing and my hands are doing the task of putting makeup on my face. And the next day I can do the same actions with my body and that information will come back to me. And so there's other ways that I've done this. You know, I've used driving because I drive a lot for, for work, for coaching. Um, and I will listen to certain things while I'm driving to certain places. So only for like these certain routines, these certain directions that I'm going or the same pathways on the road, I will listen to a certain audiobook or a certain podcast. And the next time that I do that trip, it will all be flooding in my brain. And it's so interesting how the brain works. I told you guys a long time ago that I went to um, a neurological institute to get like a full brain scan and understand a little bit more about how our neuropathways transform and change and also how they're ingrained over time. And it is amazing the things that you can do, you know, and I'm speaking from someone with the experience of having ADHD, but this is just in general. If you want to be more productive, I would highly suggest first auditing what is going on in your life every single day, your routines, the habits that you have, what you're retaining, what you're not retaining, where you're struggling, where you're getting hyper-focused, where you're being distracted, and actually look at it and understand it. Because then you can actually hack and optimize your productivity based on that information. If you are someone who's easily distracted, cool. Let's implement a lot of habits that we're going to stack to make sure that you're not distracted. Every time you come into your office space or your workspace or wherever it is that you don't want to be distracted in, you're going to remove any other electronic devices. You're going to light a candle. You're going to put your noise-canceling headphones on with some white noise or some pink noise or, or some music that you like to listen to. You're going to make sure that you can't access your phone or it's silent or it's on airplane mode or you're going to make sure that you always close the door. Like all these things that distract us so easily that we just sometimes habitually don't care to pay attention to 
can really impact how productive you're going to be that day. And so there is so much more (laughs) that I have for this episode. I have a lot of other hacks, a lot of other information that I've learned that I've implemented in my life. Um, But I'm going to cut it here because I want to keep this episode particularly short. And even though it's almost been half an hour of us talking, um, but if you're interested in some of these concepts, they're going to be sprinkled into the Gold Getters Guidebook that's coming out soon on my email list. So make sure that you're on the email list so that you're the first to receive it. And I hope that you guys have a great day. I will see you soon with some more productivity hacks.